Do you have plans this January? You might after listening to this episode of the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Jody and I am here live at Milwaukee Irish Fest and we are showcasing Temple Bar Trad Fest. Now this is probably something you haven't heard of but it's been going on for quite a few years. It takes place in Temple Bar in Dublin and today I want to introduce you to Kieran Cannon who is the Minister of State for the Diaspora and international development. Now, now, diaspora is one of those fabulous Irish words that maybe some people may have heard it but don't know what it is. Can you define diaspora for me? Very simply, it's the Irish people, the Irish people who live all over the world, people who have an Irish ancestry, who have a, a deep affinity, a deep relationship with Ireland. Um, there are about 70 million of us all over the world, people of Irish descent. Maybe your great, 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 great grandfather came over in 1847 here to the US or to the UK or to Australia or Canada, wherever it might be. You are our diaspora. I describe you as the, the great global Irish nation all over the world. And as, and as was said earlier, Ireland has this amazing global footprint. I mean, the Irish went everywhere. Everywhere. And the people of Ireland kept a lot of their tradition alive, and a lot of that is through the traditional music. Very, very much so. Um, we had little else to bring with us when we left <laughs> Ireland. Uh, we brought our fiddles, we brought our accordions, we brought our tin whistles, we brought our music, our deep, deep love of music uh, uh, and singing. Uh, and we brought it all over the world. I mean, there are 35 million people here in the, in the United States who claim Irish ancestry. And when you look at a lot of the music of Tennessee, of the Appalachians, it's deeply rooted in the Irish musical tradition. So it's something that we, we hold very, very dear. I mean, my grandparents, my great-grandparents all played traditional Irish music. And I play a bit of traditional Irish music. And when we travel, that's what we bring with us, that love of music. And we're very, very anxious to share it with the world. Now, Temple Bar Irish Fest, or Trad Fest, I'm sorry. Temple Bar Trad Fest has been going on for a few years now, but it's not as widely known as maybe some other festivals in Ireland. So tell me a little bit about Trad Fest. Okay, well, first of all, Trad Fest takes place in the last weekend in January. So that's at a time when... the normal tourism activity in Dublin is quiet. So you're going to see Dublin at its very best, not crowded out by thousands and thousands of tourists. You're going to see Dublin. Um, remember, it's going to have the city to yourself, okay? Yeah, about 25,000 people come to Tradfest. Uh, the, the performances take place in some really extraordinary venues, venues that were built four or 500 years ago, old churches, old castles, old museums that have been turned into venues just for Tradfest you're also going to see is the very best of what contemporary Irish traditional music has to offer right now. That's really, really special. Uh, young bands, uh, new bands on the Irish music scene, and a lot of whom are appearing here in, in Milwaukee this weekend, who are taking our tradition to the next level. Um, a new generation bringing new vibrance and new energy. So it's a really exciting um, time to see Irish music because our traditional music is very, very strong in Ireland at the moment, and to see it in an extraordinarily beautiful city that goes all the way back into the mists of time that was first founded by the Vikings over a thousand years ago. So it's a very special time and a very special opportunity to see Dublin, perhaps in a different light. Not with all the crowds there that happen during July, August, September, but in a nice quiet time in January. 
And you say quiet, but I know that I have some numbers here from TradFest 2016, and it says 24,000 people over that's four quiet. days. Now, that's, <laughs> that's quiet for Dublin in the high season, I agree. It is. But it is, I mean, that is an amazing number of people coming in to, to hear take the part Correct. in a music festival. Yeah, yeah. It's just And it's amazing. growing and growing and growing. It's gone from, you know, five, 6,000 to 25,000 now. We're hoping somewhere around 35,000, 40,000 uh, this year. And growing again. Um, people are coming because they come to hear the music, you know, and they come to hear the music in these extraordinarily beautiful venues, ancient places that are very much part of Dublin culture and Dublin society going back over generations. So um, it's, it's a very, very exciting time for the organizers of Dublin Tradfest. They were wondering about whether it would or not succeed in January, in late January, at a time when most people don't travel. But uh, it is succeeding, and succeeding because of the quality of the music uh, and the quality of the welcome that has been built up in Temple Bar, Temple Bar which is the cultural quarter of the whole of Dublin City. Exactly, and it's, I mean, it's a small area. I know that it's a uh, tiny Temple area. Bar it's, it's is not that large. Yeah, it's much smaller than Milwaukee Irish Fest, the good part of Milwaukee. It's right in the heart of old Dublin, ancient Dublin, right on the banks of the Liffey River. Uh, when the Vikings first sailed down that river and established a settlement there, that's where Temple Bar is. Uh, and when they were building some of the buildings on Temple Bar, perhaps 50, 60 years ago, they found these old Viking remains. So it's a very historic part of our city uh, and something that really has to be seen to be experienced. And, you know, the beauty of Dublin is that it's such a walkable city. You can pretty much you stay anywhere on foot. On foot. Yeah. And it has so much history, so you can go, you can check out the music, you can go see the ancient bog bodies, you can see the Book of Kells, and you can really, I mean, you could do an entire trip to Ireland in Dublin. You could, absolutely. But, but. you don't want to. <laughs> you want to see a bit more. So before we sign off, okay. I'm just going to ask you, three places in Ireland that you think visitors should see. Now, they can be a popular place that you know, because popular places are that way for yeah. a reason. They can be some place that is completely off the tourist trail that you think is just extremely special. I know you live in Galway, which is an amazingly beautiful county. You're on the far west. You're right near the ocean. So where, if somebody was to ask you three places they should see after they go to, to Tradfest in Dublin, where would you say? But first of all, you have to either drive or cycle the Wild Atlantic Way. It's a, a wonderful trail, a road, that snakes its way around our coastline, the whole Atlantic coastline. Very rugged, very beautiful, very majestic, very unspoiled. One and a half thousand miles, starting in Northern Ireland and traveling the whole way around the West Coast. That's place number one. It's unspeakably beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Second place is a place called the Burren in County Clare. Okay? It's this wonderful limestone landscape that is stretches back thousands of years. Uh, it's it's marked by very unique uh, flora and fauna that are not, that are present in only a few places in the world. Clare is for me the home of traditional Irish music. So you can see this wonderful uh, limestone landscape, mountains, caves, uh, sea inlets, beaches, coves during the day, and then at night time go to the local pubs and hear children, young people uh, playing our, our traditional Irish music. That's the second place, okay? Uh, and the third place I would send them would be probably um, around Loch Derg, okay? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the second largest inland lake in the country. It's on the Shannon, okay? And again, there's a wonderful driving route that starts at the northern point of the lake. I've cycled it regularly, so this is how I know it so well. Uh, it goes starts up in, in Portumna, okay, which is in the southeast of my own, which is wonderful forests, parks, 
golf courses. Uh, it's a very special place. You start in Portumna and you stake your way down to the south, Killaloo, and then you cross over the Shannon and then up along the eastern side. For me, it's off, completely off the beaten track. It's a very authentic offering of what Ireland has to offer in terms of tourism. It's just Irish village after Irish village after Irish village welcoming people into their homes, into their pubs, into their small little guest houses. And there aren't that many hotels, and for me, that's what makes it special. It's genuine Ireland, it's real Ireland, it's rural Ireland, and it's very special. So that trip around Loch Derg is one of the certain And Loch Derg is such an amazing place if you like to be outside. There's kayaking, Correct. there's stand-up pools. Morning, yes. There's um, amazing walking trails. It was the home of Brian Baru, the king Correct. of Ireland. Right. You so, need a job with culture. <laughs> I do. I'm trying to get them to hire me. So it is. I've kayaked on Loch Derg. Wow, so okay. it's a phenomenal, it is, phenomenal. And I, I love that choice. Thank you so much for very taking enjoyable. a few minutes. I know I'm keeping you from the festival. So yeah. go and enjoy. And uh, thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. In January 2018, Ireland's largest celebration of trad and folk returns to Dublin. Five days and five nights in 20 magical venues. Enjoy this preview of a few bands you'll see at Tradfest. Just Julius.
very much. You're very kind for listening to me. Um, I'm going to do a song now. I guess uh, in my family there's only myself and my brother, and we uh, grew up very close together. And uh, we uh, we would be so close that we would be digging the head off each other a lot. We fight an awful lot. So you know one of those relationships where you love each other but you really want to kill each other at the same time. So uh, a few years ago, um, my brother was engaged for uh, about ten years, and he decided he was going to go and get married. And uh, I, I felt all heartbroken about this, and I didn't I didn't understand why. So um, it turns out that uh, nothing had changed really. I was kind of grieving, but like he was marrying the most amazing creature ever that we could ever uh, love, and and uh, we, we weren't. I wasn't really sure why I was so sad. So I wanted to write a song about it, but uh, it's kind of grieving for the loss of my brother. But, Turns out he hasn't gone anywhere, and uh, he's still annoying me, and uh, still a, a wrecked ahead, as we say in Dublin. And um, I, I wrote this song about all of us, about the two of us growing up together, and it's called Fossum What Awesome Too. And the word, when I'm when I'm singing this song, it's half in English and half in Irish. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if you know the word deadly. I'm sure you do know the word deadly, but it, it means a kind of a bad thing that you're going to be killed. But. Uh, in, in, in Dublinese, it means uh, very good. So the, the, the words go, even though you stole my sweets, I still think that you are deadly. So as long as you don't think that he's actually trying to kill me, then you're okay. Um, but if you'd like to sing a bit of Gaelic today and like to bring it a bit home, you just think about the, the word awesome and put an F in front of it, and it's uh, called Fossum. So I hope you like this song. This is called Fossum or Awesome too.
then I think we're back here tomorrow, uh, about half four, four thirty. Just so you know. And then we're with the Dublin All Stars at the Curra's Light. I don't know what's going on there. That's going to be crazy, I'd say. Like two Dublin people on stage is fine. More than two, that's it. A bunch of Irish workers hanging out together. I don't think we're going to get much done, to be honest. Sitting around, scratching our arses, having cups of tea. Four or four Irish lads looking into a hole. Like the Dublin Corporation. Guys, we're going to say hello to us afterwards or lodge any complaints with us. You can, we're going to be at a merch stands down here somewhere. I can't see it. And uh, come over and say hi and buy us a beer. Uh, yeah, so we'll be selling CDs and signing CDs and... Um, yeah, if, if any of you guys are taking pictures or videos tonight, please post them up online because I don't think we have seen our parents in about seven, eight months, I think. I don't know, actually. I don't know if we have parents anymore. I think they've changed a lot. So yes, please post them up on social media. This is called Way Home. This is dedicated to you guys. I hope you're seeing this on your way home, hammered. Here we go.
Championship. Please come see the March tent. Thank you. Traveling in Ireland podcast, and I hope to see you in Dublin in January.